Hey, so you ever had an opportunity to literally go watch someone do pottery and watch the movement of the hands of the potter whose hands are going up and down shaping that clay into this beautiful, beautiful creation. It could be making a vase. It could be making a teapot. It could be making a mold for something else to go inside of another mold. But just to literally watch it. And then, have you ever seen where it just didn't turn out the way they thought and they took it off and smashed it all up and started all over again. Well, that's what this episode can be about. And this is what the Father woke me up to this morning. And I pray that you enjoy it. And tell me about it. Send me a message. It's going to touch on some touchy, sensitive stuff. But, hey, the Word tells us we are the potter and he's the clay. Well, he's the potter and we the clay. <laughs> believe that's what dad is doing with all of us so enjoy the next couple of episodes i'm gonna be sharing some real intimate serious things that i believe god wanna check all of us he wants to remake us even where we are now in our life we might be at the pinnacle of success but he wants us to be keen and be careful because that's the very thing the enemy watches. He waits. He's very patient. He waits till we reach that point. And here we go. He'll smash you like a, a, a cockroach on the wall. So enjoy. Just doesn't leave the boom factor. And we're going to be talking about the best of you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Boom Factor family. How you guys doing out there in the worldwide web? I'm telling you, it's, um, I perceive it's going to be a beautiful day. I just was awakened. Um, yes, the weary hours and a lot of things are going on and Use my little froggy voice, but normally that's how it be when you first wake up in the morning. And I didn't want to lose this thought. Oh, y'all know y'all get it fresh, fresh manna from heaven. So I, uh, I was awakened to this impression in my spirit. Uh, I felt the spirit was saying. The best of you come out of you when you go through. I was like, okay, and what I saw, I felt I saw this 
shape of a bowl. But the bowl was like turning into another bowl, into another bowl. But it was coming up. It The impression felt like a, a potter's clay. I don't know if you ever watched someone do pottery. I learned how to do pottery when I was in the 12th grade. And I made my dad this beautiful um, ashtray. Um, At that time, really didn't know that he smoked or not. I know he was with my mom for a little while, I guess. I'm not sure. Was he with my mom? No. But I still made it. It was a white dish and I had put some colors in it. And um, it came out with the specs. My daddy, up to the day he went home to the Lord on the heavenly realm, my daddy still had that ceramic cigarette thing that I made him. Matter of fact, everything that I made my dad and gave it to him, um, he had. And that's all I really wanted. The woman he was with was so evil. She was so evil, she would not even allow none of his children to come in the house and get nothing out of the house. The house that we always went to when we went back home, especially after the hurricane. Um, Before the hurricane, we'll go, we'll switch up and go to my mom's house or my dad's house for Thanksgiving or Christmas. That's just how it was. But after the hurricane, everybody was <laughs> dispersed all over the states. Um, for the holidays, whenever we went to New Orleans, we went by Papa House, and she was there. And the thing about it, she, at that time, she was so sickly, right? And we helped take care of her. We looked after her. And I mean, she just played us all like a fiddle. Because right at matter of fact, maybe a couple hours right after, we put my dad in the ground. Um, we, didn't, we didn't even have a... a um, what they call it? Uh, um, shoot. I can't even remember what you call it. After the funeral, you go and fellowship with the family and stuff. Uh, I think we went by my aunt, my auntie Laberta. 
and uh, who I still have a relationship with right now. But I just say all that to say because I made that through pottery. And so in the spirit, I saw the word, the letters coming through Y-O-U coming through at first, I couldn't see it, but I saw it. It finally came through. Then I saw through. Then as I was seeing it, I just kept hearing. The best of you come through when you go through. That's why they say, for better or for worse. And once you come through, you let the best of you through the good times break through for others to come through. So I want to encourage everyone underneath the sound of my voice. I know some of y'all are switching over to Spotify. And iPhone. I don't know what's going on with the anchor. But the anchor, um, my audience have this decreased tremendously. Um, either you guys are only sticking with me because of the hype, um, because of the awards, and I don't know. Or you guys are just converting over to the Spotify and the, the, um, the Apple Podcast, which is increasing. It's increasing a lot. And I think it's easier for you guys to listen to everyone else, I guess. Um, But if you're doing that, rate me. Uh, I would love to see the five-star rating and a review, you know, and uh, subscribe to me. On the uh, the Apple Podcast and the Spotify, I appreciate that. And if you listen to me on the Radio Public or any other the platforms, uh, don't forget to always be kind, not only to me to others too. You know, give us a rating on the episode that you listen to, meaning if you like it, you learn something about it, it helped you with something, you know, rate us. Give us that, that rating. It helps. Let me tell you, the ratings helps us to receive sponsorships from um, different algorithms that ping off of different um, advertisements that are searching for people to uh, promote their services. And that helps us maintain our podcast by getting better equipment like mics and you know, we could do more things. 
and become more professional. Some of us are amateurs, and I guess I'm still an amateur, but that helps um, those that don't anchor favor us. Um, you don't have to listen to us every day because everybody are trying to make their own way. Uh, I strive to listen to you guys when I'm on the bus. Sometimes I can't even hear though. My Lord, these people on the bus now is just crazy. But I'm still striving to make sure that I speak to you guys every day. I know some days I miss. It's because I'm just like trying to catch up on some stuff, y'all. But this morning is early. It's like 3.30 in the morning. And this is the Lord. I felt the impression of the Lord was telling me, he said, daughter, let the best you come out of you while you're going through this. And um, I felt kind of discouraged. Uh, but I'm feeling better because I'm going through this with my foot, you know, my ankle and you know, the doctors and the nurses, they're just nonchalant about things. And I just be like, sitting here sometimes through the day, still doing some work, updating some stuff. Like, how can you be a human being, No people depend on accurate reports from the doctor? And you can easily, after it takes almost two days, for you to call them back and say, oh, it's the same report, but since it's closed, you have to do this, and you have to do that, and you got to do this before we reopen it and get you another doctor. And they still act like it's your fault. Wow, really? So I guess the... Spirit of the Lord really seen in my spirit. I was kind of despondent and tired. It's like you try to do the right thing and everything that you do, and you still get all this negative stuff around you. And I was like, what is this? So it sometimes, most of the time, the world forces you to be a certain way. I was sharing it with my my son. I said, like, they force you with this internet and this social media, and they force you to connect to things that, yeah, the way it's happening, you have to connect to social media. You have to be computer savvy. Uh, The way things are happening in the world, the way the the stores are converting to make it they say it's easier for you to do A, B, C, D, and E. But overall, you guys, they all converting all this to the one world order. That's all. Everything must get connected. Your data must be placed online. They have all these new programs. Oh, try this, try that. I'm not trying nothing new anymore. I'm going to deal with what I have. I'm still trying to learn how to use this iPhone. My Samsung is sort of whack. 
because they're trying to give me the upgrade. I'm not paying for another phone. I'm sorry. If I have to convert some stuff, I just have to convert it. Unless it's given to me. And that's just where I feel. They're just sucking more money out of you to make you think like you just have to get a new phone every year. But you know what? I'm going to do what the Spirit showed me. While I'm going through, I'm going to allow the best of me burst through. And that's just how it is. And I'm not going to look back and stay stuck when people say things and do crazy things and act crazy with me and request stuff from me. I just, like, wow. This is really, really crazy. You know, I have one of my fellow sisters, they may be listening to my program. And you tell me that Sister A and Sister B do publishing. Listen to this, y'all. Do publishing. Y'all have an event coming up. I can't make it. I'm already scheduled to be somewhere. But you're telling me to send you my outline so they can discuss it. Wow. I'm confused because my outline is my business. Now, I do share stuff online. If they want to get anything from me, go check out my YouTubes. Get it from there. It's out there in the public. But my actual outline that I teach my courses my students that I get paid. I'm not giving you my outline. And that's the second time the sister then did this. I'm, I'm like, is this person deliberately disrespecting me or just really think that I'm that clueless? I don't know. I don't know if people take me serious or not. I just, I just don't understand. You know, so maybe the Spirit of the Lord revealed that to me to show me. I don't know. So I want to share that with my independent artists, authors, creative drawing. Uh, I felt it also meant when you when you going through that the best of you come through through your gift let that best song bust out of you when you going through let that best book come out of you when you going through let that anointed photo come out of you and painter the artist Let it come out of you. Draw something magnificent. The greatest poet come out of you. Man. I'm telling you. Today is Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. That's my testimony today. Testimony Tuesday. I had started it every Tuesday. And the audience sitting really um, 
enjoy it, but now I say I gotta switch it up again. Boy, y'all be having, y'all be following twin on uh, trends. I see that a lot. You know, when y'all gonna be leaders and blaze your own trail? What about that? How many will be a trailblazer for what you do? I know I do because a lot of people copy my stuff or to get ideas from me before I even can put it out there. They didn't rain with it. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Why well, share things and encourage people to do certain things. And then I commend them. I say, oh, you did that so well. Will you help me do mines? Man, that's like talking to a brick wall. I share information with people, bro. You know, comment them on their things that they do. And I ask them, I say, what's the link? How you do that? And can you help me with mine? Because... It perceives that I have a little trouble doing this. Oh, yeah, sure. Man, I'll never hear from them. Or if I hear from them, they'll do something halfway, you know. And then they're just going on their own way. And that hurts. I just don't understand. But I understand. But I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let the best of me come out in the things that I'm doing. I'm going to go ahead and uh, they have this song. I'm trying to say who sing this song. I hear it in my spirit. Oh. Uh, Trying to get yourself together. Uh, I think it was about Mary Mary. I'm gonna find it. Uh, Well, how I used to have the music and stuff. I don't have all my stuff hooked up yet at the house, and when I get to the office, I'm just trying to hurry and do some business stuff right quick, and then I have to leave out. six weeks I felt I wasted six weeks of my time running back and forth to this doctor office it's crazy I've been really trying to heal myself soaking my feet wrapping my feet putting the compression on it when I was doing the physical therapy that was like 10, 10, 10 like 30 minutes of physical therapy they put me through. You know. And I guess so we'll give you six weeks of that and then you go ahead and do what you gotta do. Very unfair. But as the spirit told me, let the best of me come through. I'm gonna finish this book. It's finished. I just wanted to go through it. Send it to this editor so I can have it done for December. And that's just what we're going to do, y'all. 
God does something. Oh, he had something else he was sharing with me yesterday. I'm going to put that on another feed for the independent artists. I know a lot of y'all want me to do interviews with you guys. Um, I can do interviews with you guys. Um, but I, I also want you to be transparent. The boom factor, just what it is. I want you to share what was that supernatural thing that really got your attention to do what you do. A lot of you guys are listening to your, your interviews and man, it's some serious stuff. But I, I never hear that one thing it's a supernatural thing. It's a thing that sometimes we don't want to share because we may feel like, ooh, they may think something wrong with me. No, that's what I want to hear. That's what God want to hear. God want people to understand the supernatural encounter that you experience to begin your career in your singing, in your book writing, in your your craft. You understand what I'm saying? Shine the light on the very thing that you're doing now. This is why I do this because this is what happened. Don't be ashamed. Email me. Boom Factor TV at gmail.com. I do have a Boom Factor show. I don't know if it's Boom Factor Radio Show at gmail.com. I have to find out. So until I can remember, you guys can send me an email to boomfactortv at gmail.com. Let's get this thing rolling. Alright? I'm going to have all this all this spotlight all this shout out I'm not good with interviews I'm being honest and because of my schedule it's it's I do a lot of improv too on my show but what I I am dedicating myself is I'll play your songs and uh, from what I learned that you deserve to have royalties when we play your songs or snippets. So I, Danielle, this is what I do. Um, I learned a lot of stuff from the panels they had at the award show. And I want my radio show to be professional where if I play your song and interview you, you'll be registered, it'll be recorded, and tracked. Okay? So I don't follow the trends for everybody else. If you notice that, I'm not going to just jump to get you on my show. Play my song, play my song, and I know it's not going to get tracked. 
from you guys. I learned a lot of stuff. So I want to go back and really upload um, the music synopsis so you guys can hear it. Go on the Facebook.com Boom Factor Radio and listen to the workshops. Independent artists. Okay. So this is Dr. D. I'm not going to stay here long. I'm going to go into something else. I'm going to finish my meditation. But that's what I got this morning. And I want to share that with you. While you're going through, let the best of you come through. For better or for worse. When it gets better, that's when you are able to share with others so they can get better. But while you're going through, you bust through with your craft. Whatever that thing is, I felt the Lord was sharing, that's when you begin to let your talent come to the surface while you're going through. And that's all wrapped up where you won't get so entangled on the negative stuff that is happening around you and to you that you lose focus and you get distracted. Okay? So, until the next episode, I come on and share something. This Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And good morning on this lovely Testimony Tuesday. God bless. Alright you guys, as you see, as the the more I'm speaking, the more um, I'm up and about, you kind of see that um, my voice is waking up. <laughs> and I'm drinking this lovely tea, it's a herb tea, uh, orange spice and lemon Lemon with vitamin C, like a citrus, and I and I actually squeezed a lemon into the tea, and that just made it pop. Mm. With honey, of course. Striving to get away from that that sugar. But in naturality, you guys, we all can do so well with our bodies if we just get out and walk. Now, certain things now, yes, we do have to watch what we eat. It's because of what they're putting in the food. The super, the super steroids... The chickens, our eggs, the milk, the cows with the milk. A lot of things now, we have to be careful in what we eat and drink. You see what I'm saying? And that even makes it more important for us to get out. 
and really condition our bodies. Like, I have to recondition my body. Why? Because I was in a two-year hiatus where it just was all over the place. Um, now that I'm was now that I'm able to, I know I didn't leave this um, hot spot on all night long. Jesus. Now that that I'm striving to get myself settled, I can recondition my body, you know, and I did my walks and I'm I'm striving to get some stuff back in order, which is a good thing. Praise music. Now we'll take out this trash. So I want to share with you guys um, this is a certain state that I, I really believe most people in the world especially in the place we call the church um, we have a lot of individuals that's all screwed up in the head doing the work of the Lord right doing the work of God per se but messed up in the head why I say they messed up in the head because they're messing up with other people they they infecting other individuals with their mental unstable unreliable hypocritical biased preaching and living and behind closed doors they are damaging people and because they have this big platform that's progressing, nobody can see it except the ones they infected. Now, what I'm getting at, this what I'm getting at. This movie, The Boys, on Prime Video. Um, disclaimer, watch it at your own risk. Um, but it kept flashing on my thing. I'm like, oh, what is this? And it looked at it and it had like the little blood stuff done. Now, I like to watch my sci-fi movies and my action-packed movies, right? Then when they get to that sexual content stuff, I just speed through that. You know, ain't nothing wrong without the D. I just don't want to aggravate my flesh, you know, because when that happens, then my flesh get weak and my flesh gonna want to have sex. And I just don't want to go and have sex. I want to be with my husband when God sent me that person. I don't want no nothing to hinder that. And that's why it just teed me off when you when you have committed yourself to Christ and somebody else can committed themselves to Christ and they lied to you 
and they manipulate you to the point where you think you're doing right, that you feel that they desire you, they want you beyond just you, but because of what God has done. And then after you have sex with them, right, they just kick you to the curb like you the problem. And then I could tell you from my own experience, um, I, I seen, well, because people have told me that's what happened to them. So I'm saying that. But on my part, I get them, well, I ain't going to say all that. But we're not going to go through all the other stuff. This is what you're going to do. So the thing about it, they get mad because they feel like, oh, well, you could do this to me. The devil is a lie. You know? The devil is like, no, I'm not. That That's her husband-wife benefit. Ooh, they don't like that. So with all that said, this, this series... The Boys. That's the name of it. Go check it out. It's on Prime Video. Do your Amazon. You got an Amazon account and you have a Prime account. I didn't even know. You have access to free movies. So, I started watching the thing, right? Man, these superheroes. Man, they wasn't no superheroes, you guys. They was stone killers. (laughs) But... I learned some stuff. And don't you know the body of Christ do the same thing? We are killers. We are murderers of one another. And we ought to be ashamed of ourselves. And we want to get behind the pulpit and brag on how God is doing ABCDFG. And behind closed doors, you're killing your brother, you're killing your sister with your words and your actions. There's no difference. It's no difference. And it took one innocent young girl who was a superhero kind of find out. All of them found out after the fact. They didn't even know it. They thought they was born with special powers. Yeah, they was born with special powers, all right. They injected them children with this serum from birth. They literally created these babies to be superheroes, right? And it just messed them up. As they got older, it just started messing their mind up, right? And so I, when I sit there and looked at that thing, and that's how God had me to look at it. When we come to the knowledge of Christ, we babies, just like they was babies. And we start growing up, right? And then we have that encounter with God, and then we start going to church. Then you got these infected people around you. They see you on fire for God, so now they want to come with their all, with their religious statements and their rules and their conditions. And you're trying to do all of that, right? You, you're trying to do all of that to please God through these folks that come to find out you ain't living a, a, a perfect life yourself. But see, we don't look at that as children, as babies, growing up as adolescents. Now, when you start getting a certain age, yeah, you're going to question it because say, who, my nephew? I'm telling you, these children of these, the children, the millennium children, 
You can't just tell them no anything. They coming out smart, y'all. They coming out with critical thinking. They coming out asking questions. You can't just tell them no anything and they just going to agree with it because you the adult. Oh, I'm the big bad adult. I'm the parent. Yeah, they're going to respect you as a parent. You better teach them to respect you as a parent. But they're going to have some questions and how you going to answer it? And you sure better not answer it with a lie. Because it's going to catch up with you. I've done that myself. Things that I, I've done and forgot about it. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't remember doing that like that. And you go look at the records and it's not there. It's like, well, how did this happen? And then when you go search a little deeper, oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, I did put that account on there. But this is why I put it on here because they asked if you have two different accounts. And I did. I put that on there. I said, oh my gosh. So now, in a mistake, the enemy will try to amplify it to make it look like, you know, oh, you did this. You try to steal money. You try to do this. You lied about that person. Oh, you deceived that person. No, I didn't. I just did what they asked me to do. But the enemy is so tricky. That's why we have to slow down. Well, I know me. Dr. D got to slow down. Right? And I'm taking my time. And I'd rather say no first. And then come back and say, okay. Like, I got people texting me now. Because he's getting close to. And I know I'm doing a rabbit trail now. To the end of the, the tax season for 2018. Well, at first, I'll jump. Okay, let's do this. No, 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 no. We're going to time myself. Because, see, I already explained June, July, and August. That's my vacation. If anything needs to be done, send it to me now before June ABCD. Matter of fact, I think I still was working in June. But July, August, that's off limits. You see, September, hey, we're going to work and do what, our, our, what we need to do for September to get it done for October. October, I, we, we close. The month of October, I'm, I'm closed. That's my birthday month. And then I got to start preparing for the next season. And as y'all see, I'm preparing for the expo. So I, I have things broken down for a reason. And so if I come to individuals and I say, look, it's the end of the year. You should be doing your end of the year calendar by now. Send me your dates of your events. Already got something planned now. Oh, can you come and do this? Come. It's already planned. Well, you'll never get a chance. Okay, so did you send me any dates to plug in? Oh, no. Well, I'm not obligated to, to go to that event. That's just how I operate, you guys. And so with all that said, with this movie, it really showed me how people manipulate. People will manipulate you to get what they want from you and out of you. And then after that, if they can't have their claws into you and control you to be like in their little 
they little they little unit you're not part of them anymore they're going to send you to an unknown place like this guy he was representing the, the water main aquaman but he really wasn't an aquaman but he had water function he could talk to the animal i mean to the sea world well he was a little pervert right so any young woman came in since he was second. They called him the seven. They called him the seven. He was part of the seven. I mean, you is top. You the top superhero in that little clique, and you get paid mega bucks. You get marketing rights. You know, you get sponsorships, all kind of stuff, right? So he was number two. So they had to fill a spot because somebody, something happened with somebody. And so this young girl, innocent, you know, um, well, we could say innocent, naive, but she just wanted to do what was right. And they called her Starlight. So Starlight was this little innocent girl. You could tell she was innocent because everything was just innocent when she was saying. And I kind of saw myself, like the whole spirit say, say, that's you. We're trying to make you a warrior. You're a warrior. And that's you. But we're going we, we gonna to work some stuff out. Right? So she went, they they had a meeting, but the Aquaman was, I ain't gonna say Aquaman, because he wasn't Aquaman. Number two. Number two, that can swim underneath water, was in his office, and he was congratulating her and telling her, you know, everybody that they came up in here always went through an initiation, and he'll make sure that She'll get uh, the calls to go out to be a superhero with him. Well, you know, with 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 the team. That's how he put it. With the team, you know, for you to be with the team, you have to do this. And especially if you do this to me, you know, I, I just want you to unzip me and and show me how glad you are to be part of the team. All the women do this. Here. And it was like, she was like, what? And then he, like, threatened her. He was, like, threatening her. Well, you either do it or you just won't be in here. And I, I'm i the one that do the second opinions. And I can easily say, no, she don't need to be in here. So she didn't know. She just took it for face value. And, like, she really felt humiliated. But at the same token, she was like, are you serious? So, after that, I guess she was in the bathroom throwing up and stuff because, you know, she he probably made her, um, he, he made her give him head. And so, and I going to say make, but you can say she was, like, forced to do something she didn't want to do. She really didn't have to do it, to be honest with you. She could have just got up and walked out and then... She wouldn't have had her career. She would not be part of the seven. She would not be able to pay for her mother's... Um, oh, and that's another thing. Oh, my gosh. The mother was all into it, and she didn't even know. But her mother was sick, and they needed the money. And so she like, okay, so I'm going to forget about myself, and I'm going to go ahead and do this. But she hated it, right? It just took something out of her. She felt violated. A lot of times, uh, people... We um, surrender ourselves 
to people in the body of Christ. And then afterwards, when they do with us, we feel violated. Why? Because they really didn't value us. They, they caused us to do things that we really didn't want to do. But because we respected them in leadership, we respected them as a person uh, of God's quality to, to really cover them and cover you and protect you and stand for you and fight for you. And the only thing is they want to control you. They want you to bow down to them, right? And so it really affected her. It really did to the point where she couldn't even get her mind straight, right? Then her mom called and asked how she was doing. No, she called her mom and said, Mom, I got something to tell you. This is what happened. Her mom was so excited. You know, she didn't even let the girl finish her sentence and put a period on it. She just cut it off and said, You know how many you know how many will love to be in your position? Whatever you have to say, chunk it up. You know, you're in the big leagues now and go ahead and do what they tell you to do. And so she started weeping like, I didn't ask for this. I don't have to be a part of this to be a superhero. Which she didn't. But it was all about the money with the mama, right? Well, that's just like with the church. It's all about the influence. It's all about who you connected with and and who you need on your team to make you look good. And if somebody don't look good to make your team, you'll cast them out. You'll do things, say things, forget things, omit things. Or like somebody told me, they sent me a text and said they did not intentionally do something. Well, because some because you made that statement unintentional, it was intentional. I just want you to know that. It was intentional. And I don't blame you because you had to have the influence for somebody else to even think that it would work for you to withhold communication from that person that me and you was having that I thought that you was passing on to somebody. So yeah, it was intentional and yeah, it did affect me and yeah, it did hurt me because I never did that to you. I always communicated. Whatever you needed, I did it. I, I welcomed that person in. I, you know, I shared things with that person. I gave them advice. Uh, showed them links. I mean, this was open. And you mean tell me you couldn't relate a message back? Not only that, supposed to be doing something as a team. And you couldn't say, look, I'm going over here to get my certification. Are you available? I'll come and get you so you can be with us. No, no. Dr. D didn't get none of that. Yeah, I am. I am kind of teed off about that. And I do recognize what happened. I'm not, just because I don't talk to you personally about the situation, don't mean I didn't know what was going on. And see, a lot of times, people take people for granted because they feel like they're not coming face-to-face with you to deal with it. Nah, they said they're just dealing with it a whole different way. And so the young lady had an opportunity. They had this big old Christian, right? And man, they were talking about Jesus. That's another thing, y'all. The world is not afraid to talk about Jesus now. Watch that. Because he said that in the book. He said, many going to say the day of the Christ. But they're false prophets. 
false leaders, false teachers. So they had this big old show, you guys, and it was supposed to be the Believer Show. And it was coming, they had stars coming in, talking about their faith in God and Christ and Jesus. So it was her turn to have everything on the script. She was reading what was on the script. And so it got to a certain point where she just stopped. She said, stop the music. She said, I can't do this. This is just wrong. She said, I just can't live this life. She said, I can't live this life anymore. I can't live this life of lies and betrayal and and manipulation and control. I just want to help people. I want to help save people. I want to protect people. But it's hard to even do that when you can't be protected. I was like, whoa. So everybody got quiet. He said, I love God. And I'm trying to understand this Jesus thing. But God, Jesus, where were you? When I accepted a job that I felt that you gave me this gift. But then when I go to start the work, I got to deal with this big, fat, nasty person putting his thing in my face and, and and just all in my face and I was just sick and I'm still sick because I got to see the person every day. How do you deal with that? That's reality. How do you deal with it when you call your mother and you're trying to talk to her and the only thing she says is dollar signs and I'm in pain, I'm hurting. How do you deal with that? How can I stand on this stage and tell you how good life is as a superhero and I'm miserable on the inside because I got to do things behind the scenes to even come and stand before you. So I'm being as true as possible to let you know, no, I am not doing good and I don't enjoy this and I just want to be out there to save somebody from being raped from being killed, from being shot, from being robbed, from being in an experience that happened to me, I would never want that to happen to somebody else. I'm sorry if this speech is not coming out the way all y'all think it should, but this is just how I feel, and I don't want to do this anymore. And she walked off the stage. It got so quiet. Now, the lady who introduced the Vortex, it's a drug that they got to shoot up with, right? To make them strong and powerful, right? But see, she didn't have to use it. She was the original. She literally had powers, right? Like, 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 like Marvel and Wonder Woman. She literally had the powers. She didn't need no drugs. She didn't need that stuff they created. She didn't need none of that. And because of that, these other villains that's part of the seven was envious of her. But yet they was like, you clueless. Look what you have done out of a team. You know, they was trying to badmouth her because she wasn't going with the flow. And 
why are you talking like that? And but the the owner of them all, she already knew who she was talking about, cause they had to cover up his mess for so long. Not and it came out, but not only that came out, y'all, it started a domino effect, right? Because other stuff started being exposed. So I'm not just saying this to say, oh, everybody needs to expose everybody. No, no. Because I know some things happened to me. I went to some leaders. I said, look, this will happen. And I believe if you you guys are bishops and apostles. I think y'all need to go over here and talk to this this brother because this will happen. And, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. This brother needs some, got some mental issues. And I'm supposed to be assisting the Lord. And no brother in the faith supposed to come to another sister and say they're going to punch him in the face and knock him out and do all the stuff, the negative stuff. And you sit back and say, whoa, 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 I've been with you all these years as a friend and a sister, and now you want to punch me in my face? So I went, I cried out for help. I didn't get no help, y'all. You know what I got? Oh, sister, pray. I like to just watch things, and when God give me an opportunity, we'll talk about it. Okay, so that means you're going to let me know because God said bring it before the table, you know, and discuss it. It ain't supposed to be no one-way thing. But you know what? I found the body of Christ do that. They always want to do stuff behind the scenes. They'll get you in a little office you know, and talk just to you. No, let's bring all the parties together that's involved. Give everybody opportunity unless they didn't die off. But if they're still living, you still seeing them, you still communicating with them. Well, let's get everybody that's involved in this problem or this matter or this situation. And the Bible tells us to come together. If God say you come to him and let us reason together, the Bible always tells us in Matthew that if you have an art before your brother or you even think your brother have an art against you, go to them. And if not, bring somebody with you and go to them. And if that don't work, then you bring them for the counsel. And then if that don't work, then you dust your feet and go on your way. And then God will step in. No, we're going to automatically dust our feet, go our own way. We don't even try to resolve the relationship. We don't even try to communicate to nip the devil in the bud about it. And I believe a lot of people in the body of Christ, especially those that have left the building, when they have left the building, literally, when an incident happened, their spirit, their soul didn't been affected. So they're already gone. Their body just there. But when they literally left the building, the law was showing me that's when we are accountable. So it don't matter. It don't matter what we doing. We could be building elephants to reach thousands of people. But until you deal with that soul that have left the building and get it right, that's going to be on the books. And you got to give an account for that. 
I was like, whoa. He said, so, my child, I see when you reach out to people after they have done things to you, and you still reach out to them, you try to show them, hey, I love you, <laughs> you know, uh, how are you, you know, and there's no type of reconciliation, no type of um, phone call like it was, oh, sister, we need to do this here, can you come over here, or sister, can we meet, I need to get this done, da 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 oh, they know how to call you when they need something done. When they need to get ABCD done, no matter how tired you was, not knowing that you was on the bus, coming from work or going to work, oh, they can call you then. But now, oh, we so busy, we, we doing our thing now. Oh, nah, don't worry about it. She, she, she probably tied up somewhere, don't worry about it. Oh, but before, I w- I'm still doing the same thing. Now I have less... Less time, you don't even get a call. Y'all see what I'm, where I'm going with this? I'm not trying to nitpick on certain stuff, but this was the law that I put in my spirit yesterday. And when I saw that, it hit me to the point where I wanted to go on Facebook Live and do the same thing that child did. He said, nah, just put it on your boom factor. It'll be recorded there. He said, well, let my people know I need them to start getting their act together. Because they're not really living the word like they're preaching it. I was like, whoa. If everybody can be honest and take their time and read this Bible... Don't you know it'll 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 cut the devil in half? We won't have no discord in the church. Because we are so busy striving to make sure that our lives are lined up with the word of God that we don't want to hinder our salvation, meaning our entrance into the heavenly realm. Because we did something crazy against somebody. To make ourselves look better. Check this out. In the book of Zechariah. It says a call to repentance. Isn't that something? Now this 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 Bible. I have a Bible right here on my counter. I have one in my bedroom. And a lot of times. When God speaks to me. And tell me to share something. I don't even know what chapter or whatever to go to. He already have it open and set for me, right? So in this Bible right here, it says, A call to repentance in the eighth month of the second year of Darius. The word of the Lord came to Zechariah, the son of Barakiah, the son of Edu, and the prophet saying, The Lord has been very angry with your fathers. Therefore, say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers, to whom the former prophets preach, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, 
turn now from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they did not hear nor heed me, says the Lord. Wow. That's the key thing. Evil ways, evil deeds. What do 2 Chronicles 7.14 tell us? If my people, who is called by my name, humble themselves. See, it's more than just getting on your knees, praying to God. But humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. God ain't talking about the world wicked ways. We already know they're wicked. Your wicked ways. Wicked ways is evil deeds. Evil sayings. The little mischievous stuff that we do behind the scenes. That we feel that nobody don't see. And we just act like that ain't nothing. God said check that. Check it. I already know why I'm not popular. It don't matter. I don't care. My life is transparent. I make uh, uh, when I make mistakes, I say the wrong thing. I'm quick to apologize. I'm quick to get it right. I'm quick to really go back and search and find out. Okay, where did I miss it? I'm, I'm serious, you guys. I am not going through all this in life. And when Jesus busts through those crowds, them clouds, and we got to stand and give an account, we do have to give an account. We feel like, oh, I'm saved, I'm under grace, I got the mercy, you know, so I can say, do what I want. Lord, I repent, I didn't mean to do it that way, I'm sorry. Okay, but if you're sorry, you'll go and get it right. You'll correct it, you'll make that wrong right. We don't do that. We keep it moving, thinking that we can sweep it underneath the carpet, and it won't it won't come forward. No. We got to deal with our evil ways. We got to deal with our evil deeds. It's a call to repentance. It's, it's a call to turn around. Independent artists, that's who I'm for. I'm here. We singing these songs. Are you living those songs you singing? Are those songs coming through because you're breaking through? You see what I'm saying? The books that we are writing, would they they bring deliverance when somebody reads them books? Or uh, bring more hardship? I pray even now what I'm sharing. Is this is this broadcast would deliver somebody or make someone aware that oh you know what ah that was kind of evil. See, we feel like we do things as a Christian, as a leader. You know, we got titles that we that's not an evil way. We just making correction. You know. I have the authority, I have the title, I have the PhD, I have I have accolades, I have a higher platform, I know the mayor, I know the president, I know 
I know all kind of people. So I, that gives me the right to tell you, you know, ABCDFG with an arrogant, egotistical way of doing it. No, it don't. That's evil and it's wicked. And and did it bring you closer to that person or did it drive it or did it drive that person away? See the Lord say we're responsible when they leave the building. Once they left the building, that's just like in a marriage. You can be married and separated, but once that person is apart, and if you ain't trying to get that thing together, and before you know it, you done lost them. They gone. What you gonna do then? You responsible now. Because you, you never should have let them leave the building. And, and not really so much let, but it's our actions, what we do, how we act. And daddy say, that's what I'm coming to put in check with the church. See the stuff that's going on in the world right now? As a body of Christ, we really are clueless. We really clueless. We really think that, oh, the world is not Come on, people, wake up. This is for the body of Christ. This is for us to wake up. This is for us to get our hearts together. This is for us to get our mind right. This is our time to get back together. And stay true to the mission. And denounce our evil ways. And our our evil deeds toward each other. And stop using each other. Like the song, use me Lord. Yeah, it's the Lord to use us, not you. A lot of stuff we really need to be retrained. Let this mind be in you like it tells us in the Bible. We have to have the mind of Christ. Jesus, Yahshua, didn't he didn't go around nipping anybody. He gave people a choice. They come up to him. He said, okay, follow me. You don't follow me? Ain't no problem. He's still going on. Oh, and then he said, he said, I'll tell you this. There's no man that have given up houses, lands, Father, mother, sister, and brothers without returning a hundredfold. Meaning, you follow me, I guarantee you're going to get a hundredfold in return. And through my Christian experience, God have, has brought me people that has he had made covenant with that I can really say is my family in Christ. That we are all striving to live this Christ-like life in the earth. And we all been told wrong. We all been preaching vomit that has been spewed over us. 
for somebody else. And you got to get retrained. And that's what Dr. D is doing. And I'm going to continue to do it. And I'm going to go on the next feed and talk about some areas. Uh, shine, shine some light on some areas before my grandbabies come here. Because they're going to take up all my time today, um, which I love very much. in instilling in them some, some principles of life. There is our evil deeds and our evil ways that people really, really see. The things we do to them, the things we say to them, and we don't go back and correct them. We feel we correct it when we send our little text or send a little uh, an email. But you know you did not do that solemnly with another individual. You didn't badmouth that person. You didn't say something negative on behalf of that person because they're not there to defend themselves. But if you get around the round table and the very person that you saw in discord to wars to make somebody that don't even know that person, you didn't even give that, you didn't give person A an opportunity to know person B. You just went on there and separated that thing. Why? Because it was a selfish motive. Sometimes I've seen I've seen where people see people's hearts and they say, man, if those two get together, I'm not going to be able to do this with that person. So I got to make sure that person don't never get close to that person. Because they going to, yeah, I've seen that happen. And at the end of it, guess what? They still going to lock up. And then when the truth really come out, then you really, really going to feel a wrath. Because you didn't let that person choose on their own. Whoa, that's a whole nother subject. Man, some things I, I, I watch, I see, but then when I literally see it on television, it is like, it's like, oh, this is like this situation here. Oh, so that's how that's played out. Mm. Then the Holy Spirit showed me some stuff. I'm like, whoa. I said, well, Lord, I don't want to be like that. He said, no. That's what happened to you. Let me show you how that happened to you. So you can be aware of it. I'm trying to bring you to your wealthy place. And you're going to have to divide your emotions from your business, from your personal. Because where I'm taking you. These are things that's going to pop up, and I want you to remember and learn from them. That's why I watch certain stuff, y'all. Because I'm still learning. I'm like that girl Starlight. I'm still innocent in some stuff. And I guess that's why people don't take me serious unless they really come and get to know me. And then when they get to know me, that's when the problems happen. So I don't even say that much. Like one person told me, you really don't talk that much. No, I don't. Talking gets me in trouble. Well, how you say that? I say, don't worry about it. You'll see. So let me go. Let me go. I'm going to um, finish drinking my tea. I think I want some pancakes this morning. Um, my little ones will be here. I'm going to take this trash out. And I know it's kind of lengthy, but that was, you know, 
Um, that's in my spirit. I love my sisters and brothers. Those that God have connected me with, I love them. I love you, anyone that's out there listening from all platforms. I want you to be encouraged today. Uh, Dr. D, I'm, I'm in a way glad that God have me um, in this be, be still moment. He's getting some, he redirected me and some stuff. He's just showing me some things. And, and I'm learning. I'm learning about people even deeper. And, um, yeah, it do hurt. But, hey, I, I can't dwell on that. I got to move on. Um, when when things happen, it just happen. I see it. I don't say anything. I could confront it, but then I don't. And the reason why I don't confront it on the spot, because I'll go off. That old man will come out of me, man. I don't want that to happen. So I'm asking Daddy, show me, get it out of me. So I won't even react to it. I can laugh at it and say, oh, that's that's the best you could do in me. You're trying to use my sister against me. You're trying to keep this from me. You're trying to hurt me with this. I just laugh at it now. But I have to recognize it so I can know it so it won't affect me to the point where it becomes a distraction and then I can't get nothing else done. Y'all see where I'm going? That happens to us in, in our everyday life. The enemy throws stuff at us that's really a curveball. I call that a TKO, you know. A TKO for me is when something hits you on the on the sideline and you didn't even expect it was coming. <laughs> it's like, er, wait. And then when it comes from the person you really, you don't even think that would do something like that, it's like, are you serious? It really, really like, oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Wow, and I thought we really had a relationship. But, wow. Okay, so, um, y'all go out there, do what you have to do. I think, um, I think I'm done with what I wanted to share on that part. I wanted to share that yesterday, um, but I was with my babies. And so I just wanted to get that out there on record. Um, get that out of me on that part, because I have some awesome things, but um, that was Zechariah 1 through 4 coming out of the New King James Bible and it's a call to repentance in the, and it's something how I say the 8 month and we are in the 8 month <laughs> boy, I tell you daddy know how to do stuff y'all, I'm sorry I can't make this up this is the Holy Spirit. And see, I'm checking my evil ways and my evil deeds. Because, who I can I can do some stuff. But I'm not going to do that, you guys. I just can't. And I want the Holy Spirit to cleanse me. Because vengeance is his. Not mine. It's his. And um, I just love people. I just love you out there. I love everybody. I miss my sisters and brothers God connected me with. I don't understand why they treat me the way they do and how they act the way they act towards me or expect stuff from me and then don't really be fair to me, you know? All the stuff that I see people do and they tag me. That's another thing. They tag me. Okay. 
So I asked you to help me do this, but you tagged me with something that I helped you with. Wow. I just can't get with that. But I'm learning. I'm learning to get with it through the Holy Spirit. And we got to do that the same thing, you guys. Things that occur in your life, you're going to have to just ask for strength. So you can um, let it pass on by, keep it moving, and just do what you need to do. Okay? So I keep saying I'm gone, but I keep adding stuff. I don't want to do that. I'm going to let y'all go. All right? I guess because I miss y'all too. I haven't been talking with y'all like every day. I'm going to strive to talk to you guys every day, okay? I see some of y'all... Well, you know what? I thank you because my Spotify and the iTunes is shooting up. It's really the audience have increased. I'm almost like 70K. And so I see a lot of people transitioning to those platforms. And thank you. I appreciate it. Just don't forget to rate the episode. Um. Subscribe to it, favorite on how to have it on Spotify and I, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Goodreads, Radio Public. If they have some type of rating or whatever, rate, give me five star, whatever they ask you, you know, give me a rating. Um, that helps with the sponsorship. Sponsorships pays money, and that money helps me to perfect the. The website, I'm believing God to get mics and Wi-Fi hotspots so when I go places, I don't have to hook up to nobody else's stuff. And that's what I'm doing. I have a little can right here that I put money in because that's my goal. And any of the funds that come through the podcast, that goes in there, okay? So thank you all that's supporting um, the Boom Factor Radio. And don't forget about the Boom Factor TV. I'm going to strive to do more active stuff on there. Okay? And uh, we're going to get this stuff together. Then y'all going to do it. I mean, help or no help, I'm going to get it done. Um, and I'll talk about that later. Okay? God bless. I love you. I love you all. Even the ones that done, done things. I accept your apology. I love you and I appreciate it. But guess what? It'll be nice that we can come face to face and just get it straight. You know what I'm saying? But I know sometimes it may not happen that way. But I just want everybody to know that I do care and I love you. But I can't allow people to keep using me and treat me like I'm nothing. I got to stop that. I've been doing it all my life. I've been giving pieces of myself away. And nobody's not putting nothing back together again. So... I got to put myself back together again. I can't keep giving myself away. And then I won't have nothing for myself. It's, you know. So that's where I'm at. You know, I love God for showing me and healing me. Yahshua come to men the brokenhearted. He come to heal and deliver. And I, I receive it. I'm getting my healing. I'm receiving my deliverance. And in the midst of all that, I'm sharing it with the world. Because somebody out there is dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with. You may not be talking about it. You can't go to nobody and talk about it. But guess what? It's happening to you. 
And I'm the one, the transparent one. They ain't ashamed to share nothing in my life. And I'm here to say, hey, you got somebody. Okay? So God bless you. I love you. I'm out. It's Dr. D with the Room Factor. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I want to share another part of the episode we've been touching on um, hearts and feelings and wicked ways and evil deeds. And uh, in the middle of all of it, I was sharing with y'all this this series they have on. Uh, What is uh Prime Video? They have movies if you have Prime, like, you know, when you go and order something, they'll deliver it the next day to you, the way Amazon have it. Where they had they have this movie called Prime. I mean Boys on Prime. And it's a superhero series, but when you start watching it and getting into it, about the second the second episode, you realize, hold up, <laughs> these superheroes are murderers. They kill us. <laughs> they stone bone murderers, right? And it's hard to say, I kind of like paralleled it to little, little things that the body of Christ do to each other, and we don't consider that as murderers, but James tells us in the Bible where our tongue is is like a a murderer. You know, we we this mouth is lethal. The things we say, how we act is lethal, right? And so with that I was sharing uh, the little segment about Starlight and what happened to her and nobody didn't listen. Nobody it was like chunk it up and when she went to go get help, she went to her mother her mother just was in tune with the cash. She couldn't really talk to some nobody that was on the seven because she was part of the seven. And she reached out to um, this other young man, come to find out one of the seven. Actually, if you watch the first episode, he was moving so fast that he bust through his girlfriend and literally killed the girl in front of him. So that gave him a rage. So he and Starlight eventually, like through the fourth episode, they connected, right? Well, when they connected, the guy, I think his name was Barry, the guy, he he automatically was in a rage. He wanted to get back to the seven and come to find out it was his hero had killed his girlfriend. Well, I just want to add to that, like, after Starlight exposed how she felt, okay, she was like, who's going to be here for me? Everything that you're hearing, I don't want to do it anymore because this is what I'm really going through, being part of this collaborative thing that y'all call the seven. Because what I'm seeing while I'm there on the inside this is not how 
is being portrayed on the outside, and I am tired of it, and I'm not doing it anymore, and yada, 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 and I am not pretending. This is how I feel. Who's going to be there? I mean, she just went at it, and she walked off. Well, I wanted to finish that. I want to leave. I don't want to leave a cliffhanger. And because she took a stand, that the whole point of what I was sharing about me was because she took a stand, it started a domino effect to the point where it exposed all the different things they was doing behind the scenes. And man, they was hurting a lot of people. Oh my word, they was killing a lot of people. In the name of superhero, this woman was connected with the big leagues of the country. Anything that she said, they did. That's how much power she had, right? But it took one little girl to take a stand to say, you know what? I really believe I was not born to do this. I was born to help people. And I was violated. And I can't even do what I was born to do because I have to follow their instructions because it's all about money. It's about influence and who they know. Because, yeah, after that concert, they pulled her in the office and they set her down. They said, okay, well, because of ABC, you don't know what you have done. You ungrateful. You know, we're, we're trying to make you a star and this is how you show your appreciation. Don't you feel like that sometimes? Don't you feel like that sometimes when um, people come and you really express how you feel and instead of them just listening to how you feel, they want to throw up all the stuff that you should be grateful for to chunk it up and keep on going. Well, you guys, you keep, God saying stop that. That's why people are operating in depression and suicide because they're not allowing themselves to express themselves. And we got to chunk it up and keep it moving. And then we get to the point to say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. And I know I felt like that numerous of times. But this time, I felt like this time, that was it. Because I really felt that it took me so many years to open up and trust again. And boom, shakalak, there go that knife again. My Lord. So it's like, Lord, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) Oops. So, overall, with all that said, we got to get things right. We got to understand that, yeah, we all have great things to do. Powerful things to do. But always remember, when God connects you with people, you be careful how you treat them, how you talk to them, how you handle them. Let people make their own decision if they want to befriend somebody. Don't you go and try to interject your little two, three cents in the relationship to try to protect somebody else. Only thing our job is that the Lord say we're supposed to love and cover 
and support and encourage. And let them know, hey, don't get weary because soon and very soon, them clouds going to open up and Jesus, Yahshua, going to be here for us. I made a statement. I made a statement um, to somebody. We so adamant that we want to get into the heavenly realm that we are not living on earth. We're not living heavenly on earth. Yeah, we're not living. We're so busy wanting to get to heaven that we're not living heavenly on earth. And because we're not living heavenly on earth, we'll never make it to that heavenly realm. Now watch, if your hands get stuck in that, I don't want you hollering. Stop doing that. So I just want to um, finish that off and just want to leave it where, you know, I want to give you a, a, a synopsis of the moral of the story. And yeah, they went through their feelings back and forth and things happened. But it took one person. Enough is enough. We're about to go into domestic violence month awareness, which that should be every day. Because somebody every day is getting like the young lady got shot, the man killed the mama and the three children, then he killed himself. I mean, that's domestic, that's mental. You see what I'm saying? That's mental. That is something really wrong when a father can not only kill the mother of his child, but kill your children too. Where was his partners? Who he was trying to reach out to to talk about how he really felt or what was going on to the point where, hey, you know what? But since anybody listened to me, I'm going to take this matter in my own hand. He said enough is enough to whatever he was dealing with. And guess what? He said, you know what? I'm going to make sure ain't none of us living. I'm going I'm to take you out and the children. Children don't even have to deal with this world. That's bad, you guys. But we have a church on every corner. We have a church in every strip mall. And as the Lord was showing me, it's not the world God judging. The God judging the church, y'all. He judging us. But the enemy got us looking. Look what's happening in the world. Look what the president doing. Look what this doing. Look what. Have we ever sit down and say, wait a minute, what are we not doing? What are we doing wrong that all this habit is taking place? Hey, come on. And we really think we're doing this this great mass thing. And kudos to those that are really out there doing their thing. And, and praying and asking God, keep my heart clean. Keep my heart right. Keep, keep, keep me focused on you. Let me be quickly to judge myself. I want to judge myself. Okay, yeah, I hear you, sister. I hear you, brother. But I need to judge myself. Are we really, are we really being true reconciliate ministers of reconciliation and allowing people to talk? Somebody told me before, why you let them just pray? You don't have time to be listening to them say all that. Well, it don't need for me to pray because what's going to happen? Everything that I prayed for, they're gonna wind up bringing it back up and they're gonna be right back where they started. 
You got to let people talk that stuff out of them. Let them talk. Let them talk that stuff out of them. Let them talk because believe me, sooner or later, the root, the root cause of everything they're really talking about, that's what you need to hear. So I let people talk. I say speak. Hey. You what you got in milk? That's for your mama. I let them speak, y'all. I let I let a person vent. We call it venting. Get it off your chest. Let it rip. Sometimes you just gotta let people let things rip. As 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 believers, even counselors, we cut people off. We don't even listen to what they're saying. Or if you listen to what they're saying, you already judged up and analyzed what you're going to tell them. No, are you really listening to their heart? Are you really listening to them? Because I found even the counselors need counseling. Because you could try to counsel with somebody and they'd be the very ones that hurt you. So the counselors need counseling. How about that? Cause they going through. I can literally point out a lot of stuff I know they're dealing with on the inside that they holding in. But hey, hey, I'm just gonna pray and give it to God. I'm not gonna worry about it. But subconsciously, you 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 like you really figuring out some things yourself. If we start being true with ourselves, and I really believe freedom comes when you acknowledge. Acknowledge the truth about yourself. See, I acknowledge the truth about myself. That's why I don't perpetrate. I show people who I am. Hey, I'm. You gonna see what you see is literally what you gonna get. I got perfected some stuff, but I don't perpetrate. I'm trying to be something I'm not. I'm not gonna act one way with you and then act another way with somebody else. This is me. I mean, I talk as much with somebody than I would talk to somebody else because I already know my limits. Or I might know that spirit person. They may not be able to understand what I'm saying, the level I'm saying it. Hey, I, I know how to uh, differentiate on that part. <laughs> but overall, hey, Dr. D going to be Dr. D. Well, my daughter started me with Dr. D. I'm really, I'm just Sister Danny or Miss D, Sister D. I, I just, I'm just in this place, y'all, that I want Father to be so pleased with me that my neighbor next door, Miss May, she'll see a difference just by me coming in and out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to pre. I ain't had to preach a word. I ain't got to preach scripture. I want people to see the God in me. That that's my heart's desire, and that's how I'm living, y'all. And when when God say Lazarus come forth, He's really calling that old man out. He calling that old man out of us. He awakening us and calling us out. And now we got to get unwrapped. The old ways, those evil deeds. 
you know, like like right now. I can see it right now. My cousin, keep tagging me, keep tagging me. I told her. She she is a school teacher and she asked somebody for donation for school supply. I'm not trying to call out, but this is how things come to me and how people are so impatient. Not knowing that I'm dealing with a situation. I haven't got a paycheck. Oh, that's a testimony. I do. This testimony Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to come back and share that. Testimony Tuesday. I do have a, a, a financial testimony. But last week, I didn't have anything. But God showed me how to answer prayers. And I said Friday. Well, I guess she didn't see it Friday. So she's just trying to remind me. Don't forget. Okay. Hey, look. Don't do that to me. If I say I'm going to do something. I got to wait on daddy God to bring it to me, period. I don't try to make nothing up. I don't try to force nothing. I ain't trying to perpetrate. I ain't trying to manipulate. I ain't trying to steal or kill to get what I need. If God don't bring it to me, that means I don't need it or I'm not supposed to participate or whatever it is. That's how I do it, y'all, period. But with that said, I don't need for people to keep sending me memos that, oh, remember you said you was going to do this, so when you going to be able to do it? Nah, see right there now, guess what? I'm not doing it. Now, when I ask people and I put a, a fly out there that would you sponsor this, yeah, 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 I'm going to put the fly out there. I'm not going to tag you and call you and harass you. And like one person, it really touched my heart. And I'm like, oh, see, that's why I don't like to do this, Lord. I sent out a, a text, right, to my customers because they, they, they're givers. And one of my customers just, she said she had just came home from burying her mama. You know what I did? I called her. I didn't text her. I called her. I said, oh, my Lord, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Don't worry about that text. That was a group test to my customers. I know you you always told me whenever I have something, let you know. And she said, oh, no, no, I'm going to support you just right now. I just like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Matter of fact, when I'm in town, I'll let you know so I can just give you a hug. You know what that lady told me? She said, you know what? That's one thing about you. You're always willing to, to, to embrace someone and make them feel better. And she said, I'm going to do what I can. I said, no, 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 no. You got to take a moment to deal with you now. That's mama. Mama gone. And God just gave me some encouraging words to let her know, don't rush your grief. Everybody grieve in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing the body of Christ need help with. What you did? What did you do? I didn't do nothing. Why is she crying? Because she said, I didn't do nothing. What you did? Come here. Come here. Come here. You bit your tongue? No, she tried to bite me. She tried to bite me. I moved my legs. You tried to bite your brother and you bit your tongue? Here. Suck on his ice. See, see how that happened to you? You can't be, you can't be evil like that. Suck on your tongue. Yeah, come on. 
in the blood of Jesus. Come on, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Yeah, hold this because it's going to drip. Put that in your mouth. Lord have mercy. Let me get off of here, y'all. That's my, that look, that, that's my symbol. Huh. Come on. Hold that. That's going to stop the bleeding. Hold it. You hold it. I'm not holding it. Yeah, she bit her tongue. She was trying to bite you. You moved and she wanted to bite herself. See, that's being, that's being evil. You can't do that. Come on. The blood of Jesus. Oh. Come on. You can't do it. You can't go biting your brother. Because you're mad. Oh, come on. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. See, as children, you see that? We don't, we don't, we don't have to be taught. <laughs> It comes automatically. We have to be taught to do right, <laughs> not wrong. We can easily do wrong. That's so easy because we was all born and shaped and iniquity. See, that's a good example of what I'm talking about. Now, I'm not calling my grandbaby evil. Don't start sending me emails and whatever. But that was an evil deed. That was a wicked way. That was something that, you know, that she felt that's how she can retaliate by biting that's what them little children do. They bite each other. That's a no-no. So let me go. I pray that y'all kind of give it up with sharing. Okay? And um, that's just going to make a difference. Let people just see the change in you. It's not going to hurt us to be kind to people. And I know, I know, I know they have this saying, stop expecting you and others. I know, I know. But you know what? They can expect Jesus in us, so why not people can expect Jesus? We say we represent this holy God. Why Why we struggle so hard and we don't really live out what we say? And I'm, I'm going to stay that way. It's hope. It's hope for all of us. It's hope. I'm going to put it that like, It is hope for all of us, right? <laughs> all right, y'all. Let me finish breakfast because it'll be lunch next. <laughs> all right, y'all have a good day. And I'm going to share my testimony later on how God, supernatural, as always, when you pray, he'll answer those prayers. That's why your heart got to be right. But you got to pray too and be specific. Because God did it. And Lord Jesus, angels, I'm going to need y'all to do it again. <laughs> All right. Later. It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor.
I've watched from the underworld. And saw your wrath tempered with love. You created them for one reason, so their prayers would fuel our immortality. But you love them too well. They've grown strong. And now I am forced to rise because we are all threatened. What do you want, brother? Let me loose upon them. Hmm. They will pray again. And you will bathe in their awe and fear. And we will grow strong again. He belongs in the underworld, not here. You do not tell me where I belong. <laughs> you say it is love that feeds us. But you depend on their love. I've only learned to live on their fear. Their pain. Zeus, our brother speaks the truth. Hear him. you will. Father, we need the mortals. No, Apollo. Hades is right. Their insolence has a price. Like children, they need to be reminded of the order of things. Set an example, brother. Turn them on each other. And back into our arms. Wow. Now that is a little scene from Clash. Of the Titans, that's the first one. And um there was Zeus talking, you know, the um part of the gods. And it just shows you um not really in comparison, but God love us. You have a mercy seat. Um you have if you watch that um that franchise, the first clash of the Titans. You know, you have the counselors, you know. That's the elders. The Bible tells us that they have a cloud of witnesses watches us. Um, and they're the one that motivates us and cheers us on. But also in Revelation, it tells us where the enemy comes up like Hades did. He comes to and fro. And he can enter into that first that first realm to consult with God like he did with Job. It, it tells us in Job that when the sons of God approached God, meaning the angels, he came along with them. And he when he come, he come with accusations. And like they made that statement, he said, I feed off of their fear. And their anger, you see. Let me go and deal with them. See, God feeds off our love. But like he said, remind them the order of things. So a lot of stuff that is being shaken up now that we see in this world, God's just trying to remind us, uh, I'm still here. I'm God. I ain't went nowhere. The world is in the in the uproar and chaos, and it may seem like, you know, I don't care anymore, but I'm still here and I'm watching everything. But my main concern right now is my children. I need you guys to get back in order. If you want me to come and return, 
I don't want to lose none of you. So I need you guys to get back in order, to get back on one accord, to love each other the way I taught you guys to love each other. You know, Jesus had a good example with that with Judas. He knew Judas was was snitching. He, Judas was a snitch. <laughs> but guess what? He didn't, only thing he told Judas that last time, he said, whatever you got to do, do it quickly. And and sometimes we have to tell that to folks. And I've said that a lot of times within myself towards people. I'm like, when I'm crying in the spirit, I speak to this spirit. You know what? Whatever you got to do, do it quickly. I believe from what I'm reading with Jesus and how he handled the situation with with Judas, he knew what Judas was about to do. I believe, really believe he was trying to give Judas a chance. Trust me. Well, don't trust me. Trust the God in me. Every time Jesus stilled away, I know he stilled away grieved. The disciples, is like they couldn't get what he was saying. Their power was arguing among themselves. We saw that when the mother came along when they had some type of dinner, and he, she going to ask Jesus, when you get in your place, which son going to be closest? You know, he, she trying to get a seat in influence. You know, um, they have all different type of scenarios that you can learn from the Bible, how Jesus handled it, you know. And so um, I believe he knew. He knew G- Judas was... Uh, going behind his back, feeding the Pharisees all kind of trash. You see what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. So I like that little scene. I wanted to interject that little scene (laughs) because it makes sense. It really makes sense. about what's happening now, what we see in the world. So I just want to share that listening bit. You know, I, I like the little franchise of Clash of the Titans. And um, I'm trying to finish this logo. Lord have mercy. It's like, okay, I, I got everything in position. Now I'm striving to to have it structured to the point where when I do the the retractable banner, it'll look real nice. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now, you guys, and um, all is well. You guys have a good day. I just wanted to throw that in there pertaining to what I was sharing earlier this morning, way earlier in the wee wee hours. <laughs> all right, God bless. and thank you for tuning in to The Bone Factor. This episode has been sponsored by Urban Management Group where they believe in meaningful relationship with all things done decent and in order. You can go and visit the website at www.urbanmanagementgroup.com That's with an E-R-V-I-N to acquire about the many services that they offer.
in accounting, strategic planning, book publishing, tax review, youth-inspired program, radio and TV broadcasting, expand your horizon with global missions, marketing, and website consulting. So we thank you for all of your help, Urban Management Group, for taking part in sponsoring the Boom Factor. Once again, visit www.urbanmanagementgroup. Have an awesome day and stay tuned for the next episode of the Boom Factor.